0: One, two, three, Are you struggling to contribute at trivia night? Do you find that the subjects of high school tend to cause you fright? Not to worry, we've got a solution of sorts. A variety of topics and comedic retorts. Your mind's awake, but your body's at ease when you're listening to Topical breeze. want to know if you listen to my podcast. Two, eight, five, six, seven, hey, 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 baby. baby. Ooh. Ah. I want to know. Listen Wait, to, to my one. podcast. Welcome back <laughs> to Topical Breeze, <laughs> everybody. It's it's uh, your favorite podcast. Where two teachers take turns going, hey! <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> Shit. Oh. This is obviously the podcast where two teachers take turns explaining topics back and forth (laughs) with (laughs) alternating topics and hosts every week. (laughs) Speaking of alternating topics, I want so badly for somebody to like get behind and be like, shit, I gotta go on a topical breeze marathon. And they listen to these (laughs) this one and the last one back to back. (laughs) So it's just like really (laughs) fucking somber and then Do it again, Stevie's getting in on it. Yeah, I mean everybody yeah, is. Everybody. Give me, give me another one. Give me that. Another. And hey, yeah. hey, baby, what's up, bitches? <laughs> <laughs> I wanna know <laughs> if I can steal your pasta. <laughs> <laughs> dude, the bingo card's going <laughs> crazy right now. Well, uh, you should have just asked to help me back on the podcast. And just to okay? round things up, off, can we get a yikes from Stevie? <coughs> yikes! Yeah, it's so weird that Stevie sounds different now. I know, it's crazy. So anyway, <laughs> I'm Andy. <laughs> I'm Nathan. What topic is this? This Topical Breeze. Oh, it's a science episode. That's it's a, a sci show, you know? I think it might be Ciencia, but that's all right. Well, it is Ciencia, but I'm making it. I'm making it. <laughs> it's manly I'm so making I science <laughs> for men again. Is that. <laughs> I like it. I'm sure you do, <laughs> Jesus asshole. Fucking <okay>. okay, Stevie. <laughs> <All> right. Yikes. <laughs> I ain't doing it. I'm happy with that one. All right. <laughs> 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 All right. Oh Nathan, it's good boy. to have you as the host. Shit. So. <laughs> 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 manic energy. <laughs> I love your manic energy. <laughs> it's just another manic Monday. You know what they say. What are you sipping on right now? What is this? Uh, This is Goose Island Summertime. It's a live and easy German style. Kolsch. Did I say that right? Kolsch? It's pronounced Kolsch. Kolsch. Yeah, I sad. hate it. I hate Kolsch. I, um... You're more like of a Pepsi guy. <laughs> you don't like Colsh, you like Pepsi. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Dear listeners, I'm sorry that I I said something that made Nathan do that. I I feel although I was not the offender, I feel responsible for these actions. <laughs> so Oh, it's a good day. My it's ins- a good time, my man. My sincerest apologies. <laughs> Nathan, what the fuck are you talking about today, man? The title of today's episode, Andy, is That's My Fucking Dog, Bro. <laughs> <laughs> God, God damn it. Why? Why is it? Why? <laughs> First of all, I apologize for just shouting into the mic, Uh, but I had to do it for emphasis. Okay, so we're talking about... Yeah, right before this, Margaret (laughs) asked you what the topic was, (laughs) and you said, dogs, fuck! (laughs) Because I was in the room. Yeah. It really ruined the surprise. It really did. Okay, so here's my guess. Okay. We're talking about the genus Canidae. Or is that a species? Well, it's a genus. (laughs) What's the genus <laughs> with you? I think it's uh, <laughs> I, I think it's just Canid. Is the is the is the Latin Canidae is a biological family. Well, it's a family, so the genus is Canid, um, or Canine, and then the species would be, um, Canis familiaris for the common dog. So, okay. Uh, and he's doing some research over there, but I'll go Why ahead. Wait, and I'm sorry. Say that again. What's the What's the common dog? Canis familiaris. Familiar. So. It are all dog breeds canis Canis familiar? canis familiaris? yes all like um like I don't know what you'd call them domesticated dogs are of that species there's just a lot of genetic differentiation within the species of dog obviously you've got your you know Pomeranians you got your mastiffs, you got your German shepherds got your snoops <laughs> <laughs> you got your snoops you got your Randy Jacksons um what other dogs are there? Your dingoes, dingoes are different species. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, you're, you're pretty much spot on uh, with that today. We're going to talk about the uh, basically the genetic history or the evolutionary history of dogs. Okay. Um, so I want to talk about uh, where dogs come from evolution evolution wise, and then also maybe a little bit into how do we get so many different species. Uh, not species but um the variety of different kind of dogs within canis familiaris the okay. the common dog. Uh so yeah. Uh we're going to start with um kind of where do dogs come from evolution wise domestication how do we get to dogs. Fairly common knowledge Andy is okay. that dogs are evolutionary descended from what? wolves wolves, wolves. No, that's wolves. right everybody knows that dogs and wolves is basically cousins hey okay hold on you just mentioned something about dingoes dingar yeah ah <laughs> uh, i d- apparently what oh what canis. what you what you got the dingo and then it lists dingar <laughs> canis, canis canis familiaris is it really i don't know uh, I'd have to look at it. I I did not specifically look up dingoes because I thought they were a, a different a different species. Oh, uh, taxonomic debate. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna have to call Jay in on this one. Uh, get the tax the taxon. So currently, the species is Canis lupus, which is which wolf, is wolf. Yeah. Uh, but some people say they're just feral Canis familiaris. Uh, that This is a real thing. Like uh, no, I, I totally believe it. Because, I mean, if you look at a Dengar, it looks pretty much like a dog. Just a fucking dog, yeah. Um, this is very interesting. We'll, we'll have to bring Jay in on this one. Get get some real animal expert um, shit with yeah. what the difference is between a dingo and a dog. The International Union for Conservation of Nature considered the New Guinea singing dog and the mm. dingo to be feral dogs. okay. Because the New Guinea singing dog yep. is very, very similar to an actual dog, but they're pretty, they're basically wild. They're super rare. Singing dog? Yeah. This is so fascinating. I'm already dragging us so off task. Okay. Hey, man. Continue do with your Do what you, you got to do. So we're going to start with uh, where did dogs come from, evolutionary-wise? You talked about, well, you mentioned wolves. Common known knowledge, dogs and wolves as cousins. Right. Dogs and wolves as cousins. <laughs> yes. So, the question is how does wolves become dogs but still is wolves? You know what I'm saying? I see. <laughs> I I understand <laughs> that this is going to be a very scientific episode. So I appreciate you <laughs> taking the jargon out of it. <laughs> how does wolves become dogs but still is wolves? Is I guess the question. <laughs> um I would okay, so I my my instinct here is to say that well, wolves Mm-hmm. are probably sharing a common ancestor with oh, dogs. Oh, that's a g- that's a great vocab right there. Is common that, ancestor. Is that is that, am I on, are, am I on the right track here? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, we say we say dogs are descended from wolves, but when we say that we mean that dogs and wolves are descended come from the same place, which is older wolves y- basically. Okay. yeah. Uh so I I mean pretty much. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, 10 points. <laughs> 10 points for me. Mark it down, Stevie. 10 points for mm. Andy. Uh, g- how many so a 10. <laughs> yeah. that, that's 1 0, Stevie. <laughs> okay. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to do that, you fucker. <laughs> Roll tide. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Roll tide, Stevie. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll keep score on my own. Maybe <laughs> his 10. Okay. <laughs> this guy's fucking useless. Did you just okay. write down 10? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. No. Right, his great. pen doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. <laughs> okay, so yeah. Okay, so common dogs, dogs and wolves have a common ancestor. A common ancestor just means at some point back in their delineation, they had the same person. So, okay. people and dogs have a common ancestor if you go back to like the first mammal, right? Okay. But. It's basically at what point down the line does a split happen. Right. It determines basically how, how closely related. related you are currently. Right. So the fact that like chimps and people are so close, that doesn't mean we descended from chimps. It means we have a we have a common ancestor from which that is more recent okay. than some other things. Gotcha, right? gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah. So I mean that's basically what it what it breaks down to. But here we go. Uh, the course of evolution obviously happens very slowly over thousands of years. Right. You can just you can just ask Chuck E.D. about that, um, and that's Charles Darwin. Yeah, man. I mean, right, Chucky e. D. Now that on. makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with Sonny D. <laughs> Dude, where the fuck did Sonny D go? I haven't seen Sonny D in years. I saw it d- like a week ago. Yeah, whatever. Bigfoot. <laughs> Sunny D is Bigfoot. (laughs) (laughs) Wolves is dogs, and Sunny D is Bigfoot. Pull on a t-shirt. Okay. So what? (coughs) So, uh, so dogs similarly take a a long time to evolve. Uh, The the split point between what will become dogs and what will become the modern wolf. um (coughs) There's a really wide range of dates on this. Okay. Because you know, there's not a lot of stuff you can go back into and look at uh, with the separation between dogs and wolves. We're looking somewhere in the area of twenty to 40,000 years ago okay. for their most recent common ancestor. Um, now, you can go back um, even further to where the... Basically, what would be that common ancestor that became both wolf, modern wolves and dogs comes about, that's anywhere from like a million to eight eighty thousand years ago that we have a wolf that is fairly similar to wolves that we have today. And dogs. And dogs. Okay. But the split point is somewhere in the twenty to 40,000 years ago gotcha. range. So whatever that animal was, was around for a long time. Yes. Okay. And uh, the split point, Split generally coincides with the last glacial maximum, or basically right, the ice, last ice age. ice age. Um so the last time that the, the glaciers were at their maximum point. Gotcha. Um Ice Age has somewhat something to do with the kind of landscape of the time that does impact sort of the sort of the transition from wolves to dogs that we'll talk about today as well. So is it this like Okay, glacial maximum, like a natural extreme that forces the split. Right. So, sort. I mean, we don't a hundred percent know what causes a split in population. It could right. be just geographic isolation. Right. It could be, you know, some event. There's not really an, an extinction event that happens. Yet. Yeah. So, so it's just kind of like drifting apart. It's it's kind of, and I think Jay's kind of explained this to me a few times, but like the difference between adaptation and evolution is basically just time yeah, right that's that's it but uh, but then like when you start talking about what is a species versus what's a subspecies like it's, it's it's so arbitrary like i think we learned like species means that you can't have fertile offspring i think that was it yeah two but different species can't have <coughs> fertile offspring but there's proof of what we classify as different species having fertile offspring exactly so it, it, it seems very largely arbitrary yeah I, I'm not a I'm not a biologist like our friend Jay is, right. but I, I agree with what you're saying. <laughs> well, no, well, he, that's what he said. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I agree with him, too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think it would be pretty, like if, if humans disappeared for like 30 years and then they came back and we had no history of dogs previous, we would probably be classifying these different dogs as different species, right? I mean, a Chihuahua and a Great Dane. Right. I would think so, right? Right. If we didn't have the, if, without the, like clear knowledge that they did have a common ancestor which we know but we we also but we also today have a lot more like genome sequencing that you Mm. can do with like dogs and that they've done that and gone in and seen like these genes are responsible for these changes between different breeds of dogs okay so so for the most part their genetic similarity is Pretty similar, to say the same, but there's, I think there's there's like 50 or 100 like specific genes that determine all this variety within dog breeds. Um, Which, I mean, is also true because, I mean, if you think about just DNA and genes in general, there's so much information there that like, you know, 99% of your DNA is similar to a chimp but the 1% that is different is what matters. Right. I mean, I just looked this up. And one example, dogs range hugely in body size. Right. But three genes account for size. Right. So, like, that's crazy. It is. So, yeah, you're talking about genetic difference. So, what we... So, genetic differences don't necessarily always manifest... Hold on. How am I trying to say this? Physical appearance is not always a representation of large genetic difference. Sure, yeah. Right, okay, got it. Uh, So, I mean, there's not a whole lot of, I don't think, specific importance in, oh, the the population that became dogs diverged from what was wolves at the time 40,000 years ago versus 80,000 years ago. Those are pretty, in the grand scheme of things, minute differences. Right. Because at the time, you wouldn't really be able to tell much of a difference between this wolf and that wolf at all okay sure there are different you know i think they're called ecomorphs or like adaptations for certain right. environments um for wolves that live here versus wolves that live there but generally they're pretty much the same okay um but what i was saying about the the um ice age landscape yes. um is that uh, because of generally the ice age there's a huge, it was called the Mammoth Steppe, which is basically just <laughs> dry, dry, generally cold grassland stretching okay. from Spain to China. Gotcha. So, this is where you see a lot of ma- yeah. it's woolly mammoths, yep. it's big ass rhinos, yep. it's all these mega fauna. Yeah, large animals, right? Yeah. Y- which which your we mom. know. Sh- <laughs> Get fucked, idiot. <laughs> which we know that there's lots of during the Ice Age, as we've seen from classically the movie, right? Uh, oh, the, the movie Sloth, Ice Age. So the Sloth gets stomped on by lots yeah. of ant- mammals, large it mammals. It happens every, every year. year. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, a dandelion. Must be the last one of the season. Yeah, John Leguizamo's greatest work. John Leguizamo really popped off on that one. Yeah, go off, John. Go uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so, okay. So So we're talking about Eurasia. Yeah, Eurasia. Um, and this is where <laughs> dogs develop? Uh, yeah, so there's another thing with the location. Okay. Um, it can't s- be super specified because wolves are pretty far spread um, across like the whole of Eurasia, right. Europe part, northern Siberia, East Asia. Um, so there's really kind of two areas that we kind of zone in on and say this is where it's most likely that dogs evolved and became first domesticated uh, and they look at Southeast Asia Mm -hmm. and then there's also just like Europe so there's kind of two like very separate areas that have like clear evidence of the domestication or like spreading prevalence of humans Interacting interacting with or like becoming bonded to right Wolves at the time finding dog bones at a campsite. Sure, right, uh, an right. ancient camp. So, like consistently, is this is th- is it is it an either or thing? Or I mean, what do you mean by that? What I mean, okay. So, oh, okay. So there's this YouTube channel called PBS Eons, a phenomenal YouTube channel. They do all kinds of really really cool stuff regarding the, the prehistoric world. Sure. And they recently, well, I don't know if it's recent. I recently saw a video. <laughs> sure. Talking about how cats were domesticated in two different parts of the world, mm. one of them being yeah. Southeast Asia and and so like it happened twice that that cats were domesticated. No, and so it, it kind of sounds it, like this is possibly something it's, similar. It's a working theory, right? It could yeah. it could be that there were two separate domestication events. It could be that well we know that one of them happened first. And it could have gotcha. spread, but uh, you know it's a long way for things to spread. But it is also thousands of years. Yeah, well, we did it. So <laughs> I man. spread all over the place, <laughs> man. Jesus Christ! <laughs> hey, you fucking said it, man. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. So, like I said, the the genetic evidence on on the you know gene split or the species split, I don't think tells us a whole lot. You can only get so much from. This wolf is different from that wolf. Right. The, r- the real change doesn't happen from wolf to dog until domestication, right? Until okay. they become associated with humans, and that leads to a lot more changes down the road. Right. So, so when you're talking about domestication, yeah, you are you talking about? It's not domestication in the same way that like cattle were domesticated. Right. That's a great question. You're talking about just dogs <laughs> hanging out with humans. Yeah. That's the only. That's the. That's the word we have. Or, or it's. It's. Almost more of like a symbiotic relationship, right? You remember this? The yeah, bird yeah, yeah. sits on the uh, the rhino and like eats the bugs off of it, and you the, the right. rhino protects the bird exactly. From snakes. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, but it, it's it's much more of that. When when we think of domestication, when you look up domestication, like it's like livestock. Definition, it's like humans have you know specifically chosen animals and you know tamed them or controlled them over time to do what they want right that's not really the story at all until very recently like when we do have like herding dogs and shit like that but like sure but that's that's not domestication that's like selective breeding okay i got you because domestication as we think of it takes like we take something wild we bring it in and we control it and we you know and then it's no longer wild right okay uh so yeah, I, domestication is just a broad though, term. Uh, yeah. it's a broad term. Usually it would mean more like cows, goats, sheep, those kind of things. It, yeah, in this context I guess it just means that like I don't even know at, at what point dogs started working alongside humans. It's a great question. And I think it's fascinating. What? Like the fact wolves, that you can teach like, a dog to herd a group of fucking cattle? Sor sort of like wolves. Were the only like large carnivore that people domesticated, or were able oh, to like yeah. get along with? Because that's again, really weird. We're not, ta- we're we're not about talking about that. dogs. We're talking about wolves huh. who become dogs through more interaction with humans. Yeah, you don't see us with like lions. Yeah. Huh. Because it wouldn't fucking work. Right. They eat people <laughs> sometimes. Um. Yeah. That's crazy. I've yeah. I've never really thought about that. Yeah, so that's what I think is super interesting. So uh, I want to go into how that happens right. as I'd love well. It. I'd right? love to know. I didn't know you had so many answers. Let's do this. <laughs> so like I said, wolves are the only like large carnivores to have been fully domesticated okay. or come into this relationship, this bond with humans. And it happens before a lot of major events. The absolute latest that we're looking at domestication of wolves is 15,000 years ago. It could have happened sooner than that. There are some evidence of domestication in Southeast Asia about 33,000 years ago. There's some in Siberia about 23,000 years ago, but a hard line is at least 15,000 years ago. Wolves began to associate a certain group of wolves, obviously not all wolves, right, But some wolves began to associate themselves with humans and begin the process that would make them dogs. So the domestication of wolves predates human civilization. It predates civilization. It predates agriculture. It predates any other domestication of animals by humans. We didn't start domesticating cattle, goats, Mm -hmm. sheep until like, uh, I had this written out, 11,000 years ago. So it's at least four thousand years before other domestication. At least three thousand before agriculture. Civilization didn't really start until what five, six thousand BC. Right. Exactly. So oh, man, it's insane to me that this, you know, process happened before you know humans would be like what you might consider like an intelligent species. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, so at this point we're still hunter-gatherers. Absolutely, the most part. you're hunter-gatherers. Which is kinda why the the connection begins. Uh-huh. So there They're, are a couple different uh-huh, like, okay. theories and um uh like like ideas that kind of feed into, I think, the bigger picture. So you think about it, um how are humans surviving? Hunter-gatherers, right. right? So the hunters are herd hunting, right? Like, they're, they're hunting hunt- as a herd, like humans are. Uh, maybe. Maybe not. Mm. No? Who independent knows? hunters? Okay. Uh, there'd be some, but for the most part, as a human, you'd have to, you know... Hunt as a ...work pack. collaboratively. That's what I'm saying. Right? Similarly to... Wolves, baby. A wolf, right? That's what I'm saying. Pack hunters. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Um, so, humans... And wolves had a similar um, targets or prey. Yeah, right. It's a lot of like we said: this megafauna, these large herbivores, mostly um, to some extent woolly mammoths, moose, like right. We were talking about Siberia earlier, so that would be like like deer, like caribou. Sure, sure. So part of you know one kind of element to this is that um, eventually, or to some degree, wolves and humans, to some extent, became sort of connected in their hunting, more or less, or reliant on each other for their kills, right? A group of humans might kill a mammoth, Uh you know, and then the dogs eat it to eat up, the use it. The dogs would follow and Interesting. be able to benefit from the rest of the stuff humans might not have used right. or have left behind. It's such a common stereotype in like cartoons to throw dogs bones. Right. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. So, which they are capable of actually digesting. Like, yeah. like, dogs, even, like, modern dogs, can digest raw bone. Can chew bone, up bone, yeah. But they cannot do cooked bone. So yeah. So, in addition to that, you know, when a group of humans makes a kill, what do you have to do with the meat? For humans, we can't eat raw meat. We have to cook it, Well, you right? can't. But we just, you well, know, it gets you all fucked up, yeah, right? It gives you the Hershey squirts. <laughs> <laughs> it gives you the Hershey squirts. <laughs> so, wolves were also probably attracted to human campfires. The smell of cooking meat. Right. Um... To which, you know, you associate with food, and then that also begins a symbiotic relationship to a degree. If there are wolves around, there are not going to be other predators Uh or other things that are going to, you know, come around. So it's a slow process for sure, and it's not always, you know... Wolves aren't always going to be friendly. Uh, that's what I was about to say. So, like, if you can convince one pack of wolves to like you, that would just push away other predators. But at this point, the other large predators would just be other uh, wolves, right? It could, um, I mean, no. You've got you've got plenty of other prehistoric predators as well. Name two. Lions. Oh, right. Bears. Cave, cave lions, bears. That's, a yeah. Pretty much any predator you can think of that we have now, and a couple more. <laughs> oh, man. Right? <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. Right, so having wolves around is probably a good thing. Yeah, but another element that kind of makes it work is that wolves are, for whatever reason, predisposed to work together in packs. Right. right, I mean, yeah, so... That's how their society functions. Right. So it's not... Out of the question. Out of the question for them to be more open to or more, not docile... But not necessarily. But to recognize the benefit of being in a pack. Right. And not turning on the other pack members. Right. Right. And, and that's that's something that's, I don't know, developed evolutionarily. Yeah. Right. At, and even with like dogs today, which are definitely more conditioned to like people. Right. But there's also a disposition to be more Social. friendly yeah. or sociable or open. There are, you know, Wolves in the wild that show some elements of, you know, friendliness right. or play. So right? it's it's, and it wouldn't be hard to see how like one one generation past. Oh, these wolves like us. Like the yeah. wolves, the a pack of wolves starts hanging out with humans and recognize that it is a symbiotic relationship, so they don't attack the humans. Right. Then they have wolf babies, and those wolf babies are raised exactly. among humans. It, it, it also doesn't have to happen that fast right it, it can start with oh maybe wolf migration patterns are following you know sort of where humans are okay. for what we talked about scraps leftover stuff right Scritches. and then <laughs> scritch, <laughs> scritches tennis balls <laughs> and then maybe that that moves into a a more symbiotic relationship uh, as you go so okay so, you know, we're talking about, f- you said, at the latest, 15,000 years ago. Yeah. So when did those peanut butter filled Kongs get made? Was <laughs> that low? That's, f- about fi- that's about 14,000. Okay. Because <laughs> immediately... So humans uh, invented those immediately right. once they They're knew. Like, these dogs are fucking annoying. We have to keep them occupied. We have to feed them on a schedule. <laughs> uh, talk, s- speaking of feeding, there's another theory or element to this that... Um, uh, talks a little bit to well, how can you know two groups of carnivores, basically or hunters, get along and work? So <laughs> that's a great question. Out of two alpha males, uh, oh. well, alpha males, yeah. Um, so one idea is that you know humans are wolf, Sh- humans are a little bit more omnivorous than wolves. That's right, right. Even just like digestively, we can't just do. Straight protein, right? You gotta have well, other stuff mixed in. Dogs can, like, dogs can eat a plant matter. Sure, but yes. yeah, they're definitely predisposed to meat. But when we're talking about wolves, right? right they're they're right, right, right. And 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 diet is something that kind of will evolve with dogs later on. Okay. But when we're talking about wolves, primarily living on Megaf- protein, yeah, meat, me- mega- right? Megafauna juice, right? So. One idea is that humans as hunters can only eat digest so, so much, much meat, meat, right? So it's going to be and it can and it can't all be straight protein. It has to be a mix yep. of fat and certain parts of animals. Some uh-huh. parts of animals are more conducive to maybe a wolf diet uh-huh. that is going to be more strictly, you know, right. Straight protein, straight meat, all that stuff. So one idea is that humans and wolves are able to kind of ...work together or cohabit in yep. the sense that, you know, a large kill for a group of humans, they're only going to use so much of that. I, and wo- and wolves could rely on what is left over. Um, I so just diet-wise, it would also sort of uh, make sense as well, just because humans need more uh, fat and and oils that are coming from certain parts of animals while other parts... Um would sustain you know more of a carn- a fully carnivore diet I wonder when like food preservation like the preservation of meat mm-hmm. um became something that humans had access to like oh, uh, that's a good question you know what I mean yeah I, I don't know if that was uh, I'm not some sure. techniques of food preservation predate the dawn of Agriculture. Okay. So agriculture is about 12,000 years ago. Yeah. Um, and it. So, okay. So that means that there were 3,000 years between. Right. At, at, at the least yeah. 3,000 years um between dogs and food preservation, and food preservation measures. Yeah. Um, what the heck? So, um, th- yeah. And, and there's no, you know, one answer to this. There's just a lot of. Theories that I think kind of contribute to the overall picture of basically both species. It is a symbiotic relationship. You know, there's been books written, and I don't know about necessarily studies done, but people have proposed, theorized. Did did humans domesticate wolves? Did wolves domesticate humans? Uh, right? Uh, who's who's in, ch- who's in charge here? You who know? came? First. Who takes who for a walk? You know, that's what I'm talking about. So. um Who takes who? But but even going along that kind of train of thought, just as over time dogs have changed and evolved and adopted behaviors that are more suitable to humans, humans have also changed their behaviors from wolves Mm -hmm. or dogs, right? A lot of the kind of communal aspects of, like, early human society, like villages and yeah. groups or clans of hunter-gatherers, is kind of based on wolves. Like, sure, oh. groups of humans would move together, but w- they've also sort of learned to be so reliant on a group or social with a group from packs of wolves. Mm. This is interesting. Or or pack hunting methods, too. That, that as well. Um so, humans are, like, like um, we're endurance hunters. So, if you look back at, like, Homo sapiens mm-hmm. 180,000 years ago or whatever, um, you're talking about just chasing its prey until the prey collapses because we can run very, very long distances. That's that's how ancient Homo sapiens would have done it. Yeah. But then, I mean, yeah, you're talking about pack hunting. Those strategies are not in, based on endurance. They're based on wolf pack hunting. Yeah. Yeah. And even like, like, like the social aspect, the group aspect. Mm. Humans' closest genetic relative would be, like, Chim- primates, chimps, teams. right? Um, chimps show significantly less, like, group-oriented morals or ethics. Yeah. Well, than people and also wolves. So right. I mean, not, not saying that's everything. Well, they they throw shit. <laughs> They're and flinging poo. And, and if there's one thing we learned from them, <laughs> it's, it's throwing shit. It's poo flinging. It's it's good. Everybody loves a good old fashioned sit shit sling. <laughs> Congress. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving. On. Uh, looking at you, Ted Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, t- shut the fuck up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. That's really interesting oh, um i I don't know if I am so keen to believe that we learn such social behaviors from wolves that's fair, but it i I understand that it is an interesting thought, yeah, I'd like to see a source, uh, okay, I'll show you later, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> a, yeah that's a, that's the answer that I gave at the research conference, yeah. and then I yeah, left yeah, at yeah. lunch <laughs> 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 oh, that is good, um. So as domestication starts, you know, somewhere 30,000, 15,000 years ago. Whack. Whack, indeed. <laughs> From there, obviously, the genetic paths diverge even even more, right? Right. One group of wolves becomes, you know, bonded or associated with humans. They'll go down a different path, obviously right. uh, being, like, cohabiting and... and uh, developing co-evolutionarily with humans, uh, the other, you know, wild wolves, obviously you're going to see increased genetic or even behavioral differences over time. It's it's crazy, like, we gauge the intelligence of an animal based on, like, human behaviors, right? I mean, right. that's the kind of how... Can it add two plus two? <laughs> that's right. Is it sentient? Like, parrots are considered to be smart because they can speak. Right, yeah, or crows and are smart because they use tools. Yeah, when we talk about dogs, I think we take for granted the fact that dogs can be taught like anything. Yeah, that is recognizable. Like they can distinguish between different human commands. Right. That's wild. Dogs speak English. I mean, they don't speak it. They comprehend. I, they English. comprehend. And dogs like memory is insane. Yeah, not only. Like Ooh, uh, just memory, but like uh, understanding, like like learning, the ability to learn. Okay, hold on, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Okay, so w- there's a lot of theories r- revolving, like how humans got so smart. Okay, right, and and how like out of nowhere we just exploded and now we use tools and sure. And, and I isn't part of that the fact that a like we started isn't part of that cooking food like isn't that like the discovery of fire huh. and like cooking food and I suppose I well no I'm saying like I thought that I'd read something somewhere that said like cooking like eating cooked food led to bigger brains or something like that hold on okay well, hold on I have something cooking here just sure, give me a second okay yeah yeah you go ahead and cook. Okay, um, the brain began to expand rapidly 1.6 to 1.8 million years ago in Homo erectus because they learned how to roast meat and vegetables over fires. Cooking effectively pre-digested food, making it easier and more efficient for the gut to absorb calories more rapidly. Okay, huh? So that was two million years ago. Cooking happening. Um, sure. Now Homo sapien didn't come about until like 200,000 years ago. Right. Um, however, are like, y- are you going where I think you're going? What with am this? I about to say? Are you gonna say that in another, you know, hundred fifty, two hundred thousand years, dogs will be fully that's intelligent like humans because we're what, cooking them food? That's what <laughs> I'm saying. What I am saying is that we were. Uh, the other piece of it is that we're. We've been associating with dogs for so long, like they are eating our food. Yeah, like they're eating mineral-rich food. In True, some cases, yeah. cooked food. Like, if they are benefiting from our society, which they are, and it would make sense that they are able to undergo similar changes, right? Yeah. Theoretically speaking? It's it's co-evolution. Right. Is what it is. Like, because dogs and humans as species are so basically close-knit, both of them are Evolving or growing similarly to right. a degree. Right? Dogs get similar diseases to humans. Dogs yeah. get cancer. Kennel cough. What? Kennel cough. I don't know what that is. It's it's a disease that dogs get. Like it sounds yeah. like a cough. They get it from usually kennels, but sure. it's just a disease yeah. that's probably a, a respiratory disease that yeah. like dogs get. It's a cold. Um Yeah, it is weird that dogs get cancer, but I guess don't other species I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Um, so, let's go to um, part two. How do we get so many damn dogs? Yeah. Um, so, selective breeding. Selective re- breeding okay. is basically the answer. Part three. <laughs> 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 the game. <laughs> oh, we'll get to the game. We'll yeah. get to the game. Uh, most dog breeds that we recognize today were developed in the last 150 years. Okay. Um, that's... The huge variety. I think t- there's somewhere in the range of 340 is the number of recognized dog breeds that I saw. Okay. Um, most of those developed in the last 150 years by what is called the Victorian explosion. Uh-huh. Which, of course... The Westminster Dog Show. As it always is, it's the Brits. It's um, fucking Brits. Yeah. Beginning to, with the knowledge of Charles Darwin and the influence uh-huh. of Charles Darwin, now are, are becoming passionate about... Oh, because we know all these things about uh, natural selection and, and genetic variants, we can you know, breed dogs to be as desirable as we want them to be in whatever thing. Right, Right. so then you get things from the Australian Shepherd to the Basset Hound to right. the Dachshund. Right. Bred for different things, yeah. Or, you know, the Chihuahua, which is Chihuahua. descended from, like, feral Mexican hairless dogs. Pretty much, Fucking yeah. crazy. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, even from wolves... To, like, even before, like, we started a lot of selective breeding, mm. there was still a lot of variation right, uh, within dogs as well. You think about, like, a, a lot of kind of the earliest, I guess, writing or, or like, a human, like, cultural recognition of dogs, like, yeah. that we can go back to is in, like, the Middle East and Egypt because that's where civilization and writing began. Right. Right? So even there, like... The dogs there are different. You've got pharaoh hounds and like jackal like Whoa, it, if yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, you think right. of like an Egyptian dog, right? Right. From yeah. ancient like, Egypt. The really like short haired or even like hairless to a degree, right. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like even within those, you know, whatever several thousand years to the distribution of dogs versus wolves, there's a lot of variation that happens there as well. Um, And obviously, uh, dogs over time are uh, trained or or bred or learned to do different jobs. You have herders. You have dogs with, you know, the purpose of guarding things, like, all this stuff as well. So, I just looked up um, the Egyptian dogs that you were talking about. Yeah. So, um they did have a lot of dogs. Mm-hmm. There are three different types of dogs shown on Egyptian monuments. And you've got a taller dog that's kind of um stockier mm-hmm. with a big collar. <laughs> and then you have like a slender dog with a longer nose that looks more like a borzoi. And these are in great detail. Yeah. And then there's another dog that is much shorter and and with darker skin, mm-hmm. darker fur. That looks more like a like a dachshund. Interesting. Um, yeah. Look at this. Let me see. So th- this is a they've taken these from different oh, monuments. Yeah. But look at that. Look at the variants. Yeah. It's it's crazy how even like we have selective breeding and and you know purposefully you know trying to get specific attributes out of dogs. We're kind of already doing that to a degree. And and part of that is adaptation to environments as well. Yeah. But we're also already doing that to agree, like, sort of breeding dogs to do p- specific jobs or specific things prior to. Wow. This is that's crazy. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. Dogs are wild. I'm I, I am always confused about dogs and different dog breeds and how such, like, variants can exist. Freaking love dogs. <laughs> yep. Uh, it's mind blowing. Yeah. So I I uh, I pulled up a list. I, I I can't really like go through all of these, but the uh, American Kennel Club has like a yep. like a huge like th- specifically. I pulled up the their list of jo- dogs that had specific jobs or like were bred to do specific things. Oh, this is time. great! I love this. That's really cool. Um, let's see. The German Pinscher okay. was bred to excel at ratting thanks to its seizing and nipping skills. So, chasing rats. Gotcha. Uh, let's see. We've got... Uh, a lot of these are kind of herders. Um, right. The dachshund. Doc. Dach, dach, the dachshund. Yeah, dach, Hund is obviously hound, but hund is just the German word for dog. Yeah. Dach is the German word for badger. Yeah. So, they were bred to go into the badger got Because sm- they're so small. Yeah. Also... In the last like hundred years, if you go back and look at dachshunds from like a hundred years oh, or hundred fifty years ago, they have got their legs have gotten much shorter in the last hundred fifty years or so. Okay, uh, dachshunds. Um, I'm gonna look up just like eighteen <laughs> hundreds. Yeah, sure. Oh, <laughs> I love dachshunds <laughs> so much. They're dude. really fucking cute. Oh my gosh, I love them so much. Yeah that's adorable. really interesting their legs have for sure gotten so shorter. there's and with selective breeding especially there's continuing to be even greater changes in variation uh, among different kinds or breeds of dogs um, even within you know a period of 100, 150 years yeah because they're you know so intense about right like breeding so which is You know, it's yeah. I mean, it's a lot of a lot of dog breeds are fucked because it's inbreeding. Yes, because you wait for one to have a genetic mutation. Look at an English bulldog from 150 years ago versus one now. Their faces have gotten much mushier. I would say. Oh, (laughs) they they look a little less healthy than they used to. (laughs) English bulldog, Uh, or or the French bulldog as well. Like any kind of bulldog. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. So, like, this is like a recognizable dog. And right. this looks like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> kind like a goblin, right? <laughs> it's a goblin. That's right. I can't even see his eyes. These guys, these two look like they're in like a Birmingham gang. <laughs> <laughs> I love these little guys. The geezers. Geezer. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. Cool. Peaky blinders. All right, Andy. Are you ready for your game? I was born ready for my game. All right. This game is called Got That Dog In (laughs) Him. Current discourse. Have you seen this guy on YouTube? I I think so. This is why John F. Kennedy had that dog in him. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, great. Is that what this is kind of? Sort of. Yes. Yes. Current discourse, particularly in the sports world, has recently circled around the colloquialism, having that dog in you. That's right. Uh, which of course means that someone is, you know, mentally tough, a gritty player, a hard-nosed player, a fierce competitor. Okay. You really got that dog in you. Okay, I got that. Uh, the earliest use of the phrase uh, on Twitter in reference to sports dates back to 2009, when a user tweeted, "Quote, man, Kobe don't have that dog in him anymore. Passing too much. Where that 03 Kobe at?" That's the oldest sport thing on Twitter. That references having that dog in you. Oh, okay. 2009? 2009. Wow, I didn't know that that slang had been referenced. I didn't either. Obviously, it's picked up use recently in the last few years, um, and recently in the NBA playoffs has has been uh, a a topic of of, uh, discussion as well with the gritty Heat team uh, opening up a 3-0 can of whoop-ass on the title (laughs) favorite Boston Celtics. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Especially Jimmy Butler. People say Jimmy Butler... Got, that, got dog that dog in him, so I mean, calling people dog has is old. Like, yeah, actually. just look at Randy Jackson, right? Um, I don't know, For sure. but but having that dog in you is very different from that, being a dog, right? From being dog. I mean, literally earlier, like I referenced Snoop Dogg, right? Um, of course, faux drizzle. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Why does Snoop Dogg carry an umbrella? Faux drizzle. Faux drizzle. All right. Fo-drizzle. So 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 the game andy is this i have a couple questions and then and then I've, <laughs> a, a few rounds of the game okay first question is andy do you got that dog in you i'm gonna s- i'm gonna be real i think i got that um <laughs> I, mm, let me think about this yeah wh- <laughs> okay i think i got that like miniature schnauzer in me good okay. you know i'm a lot of bark i think i got that meerkat in there (laughs) (laughs) just kind of pop up look around pop back down no thanks (laughs) so our friend our our bald nurse friend of course uh he has a dog named pugsley that's right and this is pugsley's mo he somebody comes to the door and pugsley goes bah and then he just screams <laughs> like that. One long scream. I got that Pugsley in me. That's true. You do. You're a you big screamer. Uh, okay. So so the game. The game is this. I have used, first of all, a random athlete generator. Amazing. Uh, and you have to tell me whether this person has that dog in them okay. or not. Okay. All right, so first one is uh, Luka Doncic. Does Luka Doncic have that dog in him? Yes or no? Dog in him, dude. Is that a yes? Yeah, that's a fat yes. Uh, Number two is Andres Iniesta. Does he have that dog in him? Uh, He famous soccer player for Barcelona. Okay, so it depends on what you're. I would not. I would not say that what he has is that dog. I would say that he has class. Okay, but what was your definition of having that dog in you? Well, what is anyone's definition? Someone, not, I don't think he's gritty. I, I think it's someone who's mentally tough, or gritty, or a fierce competitor, or okay. maybe even sort of borderline dirt, like like making loose, making plays for loose balls. You no, know, diving I, that's on the floor. Not, that's not Iniesta. Iniesta is a. He's pulling the strings in the midfield. He's known for scoring. Late goals in very important competitions, Uh but he's not scrappy. He's he's very um, could also be clutch. Could be if you're very clutch, you could have that dog in you, I don't think I don't think it fits. Okay, he's he is methodical. He's not he's not scrappy. Okay, all right. Um, Larry Fitzgerald got that dog in him. Yeah, he's got that dog. Hundred percent, dude. Larry Fitz. You know, Larry Fitzgerald had more uh, career tackles than drops dog got yeah, a dog you know <laughs> that's a crazy statistic yeah i love that one holy wow. yeah that's amazing football <laughs> by the way football oh. uh zlatan ibrahimovic you got that dog oh, in him i think he ate that dog <laughs> i think that guy's crazy <laughs> yeah he's got that dog in him famous swede yeah, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. He's known for like kicking his teammates in the head as a joke. Calling himself God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's got that dog. I okay. Know. Yeah. He when he came to play in the MLS, the reporter was like, "So you've been saying to everybody that you're the best player to ever play in the MLS?" And he's like, "Yeah, I don't think that's arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the facts." And they're like, "Yeah, but like there are other good players." And he's like. I, they might be good now, but if I was here in my prime, this league would be like named after yeah. me, is basically what yeah. he was saying. Which, um, you're not wrong. Famously, when he joined the LA Galaxy, LeBron James sent him a Lakers jersey, uh-huh. and said welcome to LA, and Zlatan signed it and sent it back to him. That's <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Clutch. Brett Favre, got that dog in him? No, he does, no, not, he does have not have that dog in him. He got that. Uh, what do you call it? Tax fraud? No, that's not it. <laughs> he got welfare th- fraud. He got that. <laughs> one. Yeah, Brad Favre got that, um, like iguana in there. <laughs> <laughs> one scaly motherfucker. <laughs> 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 Moving slow. <laughs> All right, Tua Tagliovoa got that dog in him. Mm, no, you don't think Tua got that dog in I him? I like Tua, but he's <laughs> he's uh. What are you going to say? He just gets injured all the time. He, he might have that dog in him, but he doesn't remember if he does or not after Ooh. all the concussions. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah so uh, I'm going to have to say no on okay, Tua. Okay. All right. Next portion of the game is my random celebrity generator. Amazing. So I've generated random celebrities. This is uh, this is insane. Um, this... Random celebrity generator. Yep, it truly does give you the most fucking people that you would not so think of. So outside of the context of sports, how I've heard the phrase "got that dog in him" is like one badass motherfucker. Okay, but like somebody who also kind of fucks, like somebody who like okay a little sc- a little skanky. All right, but in a good way. Well, that that can be your definition then. All right, okay. here is the celebrity got that dog in him. Yep, Dave Coulier. Who? I don't remember who that is. The guy from Full House, cut it out. You know that guy? Dave <laughs> <laughs> does not have that. Oh, That was the first person that came up when I went what to Random the Celebrity Generator. He does not have that dog in him. He does not have that dog in him. Oh, sorry, Dave. Oh, man. You're welcome on the podcast anytime, Uncle, though. What was his name? Uncle Dave, right? Uh, Uncle no, Joey. Joey, Joey, Uncle Joey. Joey Gladstone. That's right. All right, number two on the yep. celeb list is Kid Rock. Does Kid Rock got that dog in him? Oh. Kid Rock got that houseboat in him. <laughs> <laughs> I just Kid Rock. Look at this guy. Uh, is this what? It, what's on. he look like nowadays? I mean, he looks like he looks like white Snoop Dogg, but not in a good way. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I completely agree. I do not think Kid Rock has that dog in him. His name is Robert James Ritchie. It's not happening. Oh, absolutely not. All right. Number three on the list, Ben Affleck. Got that dog in him? (sighs) I kind of feel like Ben Affleck does have that dog in him. Okay. Boston guy? Yeah, Boston guy. There's a lot of pictures of him being disappointed while smoking a cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Those are hilarious. Mm -hmm. Those are hilarious. Um, anybody who can make it work with Jennifer Garner. She's got that dog. I know. Okay. And Jennifer Lopez, Lopez. got that dog. I, know. I yeah. love both of these people so much. <laughs> Jennifer Garner was like, when I was in hi- middle school, high school, I was like, okay. Jennifer Garner. <laughs> okay. Number four. Kaylee Cuoco. Got that dog? In her? Uh, From the Big Bang Theory? Yeah. Is that the waitress? Yeah. No. Okay. What, this is the worst list of celebrities of it's all time. It's random. <laughs> Number 5, Nicki Minaj. Got that dog in her? Absolutely. Yeah, okay. Definition. Oh, Are okay. you kidding me? Okay. <laughs> she's honestly crazy like as a rapper, yeah. as an artist. Yeah. She's she d- redefined the genre multiple times. She sets yeah, so many trends. She's genuinely one of the most talented songwriters of the last. I w- I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think genuinely, I think she's, she's had an impressive career. Yeah, absolutely, and her raps are not nonsense. No, like like her early stuff that is fast and and clever. Yeah. like I think she I think she made rap mainstream for a lot of our generation. Uh, yeah, right. I, uh, yeah, I hear that. Yeah. She got that dog. She in got her. that dog in her. All right, number six, David Blaine. Does oh. David Blaine <laughs> got that dog in him? <laughs> Hold on, I gotta make sure that I know the magician. in Which, which magician we're <laughs> which talking about? <laughs> oh. <laughs> he looks real sleepy all the time. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> Did David Blaine got that dog in him? <laughs> I, I think yes. You think yeah? Okay. I, I'm gonna go with yes. David Blaine got that dog in <laughs> David him. David Blaine's got that dog. in him. Do you want more, Andy? I uh, give me, th- yeah, give me more. Okay, here I'm. I'm generating these live. Oh, sexual assault allegations for David Blaine. Oh, oh yeah. <sighs> all right, Maggie Smith. She got that dog in her. Oh, is this <laughs> Professor McGonagall? <Yes>. Yeah. <laughs> she got that dog in her. Absent, <laughs> 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 Mister Potter. <laughs> Potter. <laughs> The permission dog. form must be signed, Mr. Potter. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is my final word. <laughs> that's what it is. That's the line. There she got go. that dog in her. Tom Selleck got that dog in him? No. Fuck Tom All right, Selleck. That's a no. That's a big no. <laughs> oh, wait. No, Tom Selleck. I was getting him confused with... um. I don't Who would you get Tom Selleck in? with? Seagal. Jason Seagal? I think so. I got him confused. That's f- weird. That's a weird one to get. Okay. Tom Selleck has that dog in okay, him. Okay, he's got right. more dog in his mustache. That's true. That you just take a look at the stash, and that's yeah, that's, that's all right. you need to know. <laughs> uh, Peter Jackson, director of Lord of the Rings, does he have that dog in him? Um, Peter Jackson. Here's Peter Jackson. I cannot say. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's a no from I'm Andy. i have to see. No. Let's see. What else we got? Uh, oh. Uh, okay. We got John Lennon. John Lennon got that dog in him? No, but that's not a bad thing. Okay. In yeah. this case, I'm going to say no, but not as an insult give to the piece man. Give peace a chance. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Give me two more. Uh, let's see. Let's find a good one. Oh, Ken Starr. Ken Starr, the, the lawyer. <laughs> Former Star. prosecutor in the Clinton impeachment, Ken oh, Starr. Dude, Ken Starr's <laughs> got that dog in him. But I don't. That's not a dog I want to domesticate. You know what I'm saying? I'm out on Ken Starr. Y'all gotta check out randomcelebritygenerator.com. This it's is incredible. crazy. Geraldo. Who's that guy? Uh, he's a talk show guy. Kesha. Kesha. Easy. That yes. Dog? Kesha is a as a powerful woman. Got yeah. that dog in her. Yeah. And that's what we're doing. That's it. All Kesha right. Got that dog on in Kesha. In okay. <laughs> Wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. Grab got my, my glasses. I'm out of the door. I'm going to hit this city. When I leave. Brush my teeth. With a bottle of Jack. And when I leave for the night. I ain't coming back. I'm Andy. I'm Nathan. Yo ho ho. And a bottle of thank you for listening. Go T- check out our social. TikTok. <laughs>